Hi guys, welcome back to Pack Chats, the Nevada Cares podcast. Today we're going to be learning a little bit more about our host, Jasmine. Hi guys. Um, so I guess just a little bit about me starting off. Um, I am a native to Reno and um, I, my like small childhood, like maybe till I was about four, I grew up in Carson City, but then we moved down here and I've been down here like the rest of my life. Um, yeah, but I've gone through like middle school, elementary school, and like high school here. Graduated Damani Ranch, class of 2017, and that was really fun. Um, as far as like my family dynamic goes, I do have like a half sister, and um, we have like a pretty large age gap. Um, she lives on the East Coast, so I grew up just like as the only child in the household. Um, and I think with that, and I think it was kind of different too, because I feel like I was almost raised in a way that like kind of prevents me from having like only child syndrome that you hear, like where the kid is like entitled and spoiled and like rude and stuff just because of like my parents, they grew up with uh, siblings. And so my mom would have had more kids, but I think because she had kids when she was older, um, I think they were just happy that like I was healthy and like they're originally from the East Coast too. So they didn't have like the family support to like kind of help raise me like if I was sick. So if I was sick, they had to alternate and like try and take care of me and like coordinate with that way. But they always have taught me to like never look down on someone for what they do or don't have and just to be grateful for what I have and to like share what I have and just to be kind to people overall, I think. And um, those are lessons that I'll take with me through the rest of my life. And um, yeah, but I always find that really um, nice, I guess, that like, because I was the only child, yes, I did get a lot of things, but I don't think I let that go to my head in any way where I feel like I'm entitled to things. I still feel like I have to work for them and, um, am able to like spread the wealth when I get there. So I think that is a benefit of that, of how my parents raised me. Um, yeah, I was the only child as well. Like I was, yeah, people are like, oh yeah, like you have siblings. Like I have siblings from my dad, but right. I mainly grew up like the only child. Yeah. So I feel that because people are like, oh, you must have been spoiled or like, yeah. oh, you probably and like, yeah, I mean, like, no, like that's not how it is at all. Like no. I, my mom gave me things, but she also made sure I knew that I had to work hard for them or like yeah. vice versa. Yeah, yeah. Like I still had responsibilities. Like I wasn't just like the princess of the house. I mean, I was the princess, but I wasn't the princess, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like I was my dad's princess, but you know, I wasn't like, like got everything that I wanted by any means like yeah yeah and my mom and my dad definitely made sure of that and like when I did get things they made sure I understood the value of them and like how to take care of my things too so yeah I think that was really good and I think also I'm not sure if you feel the same but like growing up as an only child I think it has made me shaped me into like the introvert that I am today to where like I really appreciate my alone time and like 
I'm used to having that like space, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like having that like opportunity to just be like, oh, you know, go conver- conversate when I want to. And then like yeah. have my own little like safe haven to return yeah. to. Because I really was in my room. Like, yeah. Before. Like you'll be chilling. I just was chilling. And now that yeah. I have roommates, like I love them. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't always want to talk. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just go to my room and I'm like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, yeah I just don't want to talk. Yeah. Like I've got used to like living with people definitely like makes me like, like I'm not trying to be rude it's just more of like you appreciate your alone time especially because it's like when I'm ready to talk I'll talk and then when I'm not ready I will be in my room yes like I think that was something that was somewhat of a I'll say like culture shock for like lack of better terms but when I came to college and I my first my freshman year I was in the dorms and so that right there I already had roommates and so I think that right there transition (laughs) yeah I was like oh have my own space to not having my own space and sharing room like it went great but like thank goodness but I was just like oh this is different and I think now it's like I'm more adaptable I think because of that like I'm able to be with people and like not always like uh seclude myself in my room yeah but I also still make time for myself and like my me time because I know that is very vital to like my mental health and so I won't go crazy (laughs) yeah Yeah. like I have have to like balance it out but that was something that I always thought was kind of interesting and I think also with growing up as an only child like I really learned how to entertain myself Mm. and I think it um, really instilled a level of independence in me where like I don't really depend on a lot of people for like my own entertainment like I'm like oh like I've have to like you know like play dolls or whatever by myself for a while now like sometimes my parents will like play with me but it got to an age where they're like oh I have to work or like I had stuff so it's like you have to (laughs) come up with your own stuff to do so I think in that way I got kind of (laughs) creative with my entertainment like when I was younger and just now I think as I'm an adult, like I am very comfortable in my own company. And that's um, important. yeah, that's important. and I'm like, I yeah. know that's not the case for like everyone or some people are still learning how to be comfortable yeah. in their own company, but like, I have a great time. I'm freaking funny. I laugh at my own jokes <laughs> and that's Just all. Just be in the room like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're funny, Jasmine. <laughs> like, that's a good one. Like, you know, like, <laughs> and I always laugh. So I think it's a great time, but yeah. Um, I'm trying to think too, like what other big things have happened. Oh, so I think one of my biggest things is when I graduated high school, by the time I graduated high school, um, my dad had gotten a job offer in Arizona. And so he took it. And so we were in the process of like selling my childhood home and like moving everything out to go to Arizona. And like, it was the year before I was supposed to start college. Like I was excited to like spend the whole summer with my friends and like, oh, this is going to be so fun. Like, and then I move where I don't know anybody. And then I just remember feeling so like lonely and just being like, and like feeling left out, but knowing that like, it wasn't really anyone's fault I was left out because I was in a whole nother state. But yeah. like, still just being like, damn, like, on the outside, of all these plans are being be made without summer. me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and I'm stuck in the house because it's hot as shit <laughs> outside. And 
you know, I love spending time with my parents, but I was like, I got no like friends my age yeah, here. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, that was something to adjust to a lot. And um, yeah, I think that was something that was kind of tough for me. And then coming back to a place that I've known my whole life and have it not quite feel like home was kind of interesting Yeah, because my parents weren't here anymore. And it wasn't like, oh, I can drive across town and go see them when I'm upset. Like, no, I had to cry on the phone to my mom and hope that was going to help. <laughs> and hope that the call didn't drop because like yeah. of the shitty service. Like, <laughs> like I was, I think that was the first time where I, really struggled um like mental stability wise I think because <laughs> like I don't know I've kind of been like an Eeyore type bitch my whole life like, <laughs> like you know like just kind of like mm, you know like that was just me but I think it just jumped to a whole nother level I think my freshman year but my freshman year was like looking back on it it was a lot of fun but um yeah it was just like adjusting to being on my own and then um to like kind of learn how to soothe myself um at times because I couldn't always like call my parents because sometimes they were busy or whatever and they were so far away so it was it was kind of an adjustment I think, but I think I handle it well now, but it's just, it was um, a bit much. Yeah, I think think that's just a college, (laughs) like, that's what I've experienced. I'm close to my mom and like, yeah, we've had our problems, but like, she was the person that I talked to about like everything. (laughs) I would come home and she'd be like, what happened? And I'm like, (laughs) how do you know? (laughs) And even till now, like, I'll call her and like, we're so close, but it's definitely different. But I feel like it makes you treasure like certain things. Yes. It's like okay, but you also have to like it's a part of growing. I yeah, feel like. and it's it sucks sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you want to lean on people. Exactly. But it's like I gotta like, do it all yeah. around. Yeah. Like I gotta. Did you go home or did you go see, like stay? the following summers with your family? Yes, okay. I would go home for the summers, which was like a time to like regroup and okay. like. Recoup, and I think after that initial summer that I had spent there, I think I was excited. Like I didn't care if I knew anyone yeah. in Arizona at that point. I'm like, yeah. I'm just happy to like spend time with my parents. Yeah. Like it was, it was fun, you know. And um, and one of my friends, like her grandparents live live out there, so like she would come visit me sometimes, and that would be really nice. Yeah. And um, but yeah, I was like. <laughs> I was like, honestly, like, I don't even care if I know anyone, like, it's better if I don't. But um, I think, too, just um, that second summer I was out there, I downloaded Tinder and, like, Bumble. And, like, I was trying to get to know people. And it was just, like, interesting overall, I think. Because I was like, hmm. No, it was that first summer. No. Sorry, I'm I'm trying <laughs> to get the. It was one of the summers. Yeah, did you have any together. like wild stories or like? Kind uh, of. Okay. So, um, I, I was, um, I got a job at Amazon. Okay. And it was like at this nice like office building, and I said, "Hmm, this is kind of nice." Like I just. And I was working a graveyard shift, which I think is kind of weird for like a younger kid because at that time I was only like 
1819. Yeah. And so I'm like, that's a little strange. But <laughs> um, but yeah, I would go to work at eight, get off at four. And my first day there, there was this man there. And I was like, oh, he's kind of cute. Like, oh. hmm. And then um, he ended up like, DMing me because like on our little badges it has like your like name so he just searched my name and like got lucky and found me and then he like DM'd me and then he was like oh and so he I got this like DM this call request and I was like who the heck is this like, yeah. what the hell and <laughs> he was like oh like you know you're so beautiful blah blah, blah. and I was like oh it's like oh well, wow. <laughs> like that's interesting. <laughs> hey. But the funny thing is, at that time when he had done that, I had like gone on Tinder and found this guy. Where I was like, "Oh yeah, like he's like nice." And we had like started dating. I say dating with air quotes because you're leaving at I the end of the summer. I don't yeah. count him. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I you don't. Said <laughs> I'm like, oh. I don't count him because I. Uh, mm. <laughs> no. Okay. Like he just does not count. Sometimes and, I don't count. Though. Yeah. yeah. And like it feels different with each person. Right. So. And like I'm just like that just wasn't it. Like it was two months. Like no. Mm-hmm. I'm like uh. Uh-uh. And he's the crazy story though because what I figure out with him is that like we had like when when we were talking we had talked about like oh have you like date like you know, your dating history and stuff. He had always made it seem that he was like, just like dating, like boyfriend, girlfriend. And then I later on figure out he was married. (laughs) And I said, wait, how old was this dude? He was like, only like a year or two older than me. I'm pretty sure he Wait, was. Wait, what? I'm pretty sure he was. He was 21 when oh I God, was like I 19. <laughs> okay, right. Like that's a that's a yeah Ooh. that's a bit much, right? And so I'm like, okay. Were um, they like divorced or were they okay were they separated? The, okay, okay, y'all. The way that the timeline lines up, okay. you tell me what you think. Okay. So he he got. I think he said he got married when he was like 20. Right. And then he said he got divorced when he was, he was, he was born in May too. So like he just newly turned 21. And I said, okay, when you were 20, yeah, that leaves a year gap, but you also just turned 21. So I'm like, when did this all go down? Because I'm like, if you got divorced when you were 20 and this is still too fresh for you to really talk about, were you married? Was it like a Kim Kardashian seventy-two day marriage? Like, or what? I don't yeah. even know. Like, like I was just, you're so young already. So I know, right? And oh, and he's also he was in the in the Air Force, which I um, think kind of yeah, like okay. a lot of people like in the military they get married young. And so I was like, okay, but he was trying to get like housing, and they're like, oh, we need your marriage cer- certificate, and he had this call on speaker, and I was like, hmm. Hmm. I was like, hmm. interesting. Noted. Noted. Oh. And so I was like, oh, so you're married, huh? And he goes, oh, is that is that why you're mad? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh. I never see the problem. Yeah, but <laughs> I, like, I was like, you don't see how like that may have been something that I wanted to know. You, you should have yeah, like, what? if that was the situation, you'd be like, hey, like this is my current situation. I hope you're okay with it. 
rather than just assuming you're yeah. like, going along with them. <laughs> it makes me think someone's a liar if they don't come right out with that. Yeah, like they're hiding saying, something. Especially if it had been talked about previously. I'm like, why was that just avoided? Yeah. That's big question mark. So then that's where I was like, hmm, interesting, funny. But the sad part is that, okay, so tying back in that other guy, he was a lot older than me too, the older guy. Oh, okay. He was about yeah. 26. Yeah. Okay. The guy from okay. like Amazon. And so I was like, okay. And so um, I had just said to be the other guy's girlfriend ugh, the night before. Yeah. We're not going to talk about it. And <laughs> The night before, this guy slips in my DMs. And I was like, dang it. I knew I should have said no. Yeah. And so basically, I'm going all summer. This is like kind of a peek into Jasmine's like player diaries, but it's fine. I go the whole summer and like then I break up with that guy. And then before I leave for school again that summer i go on a date with this with the other guy because <laughs> i made sure to break yeah. up with him to like so i could go like go on a date with the co-worker and that date was like honestly really fun i still think it's really fun but then the co-worker ended up being a whole mess in itself like a total man child and i was like oh i don't oh, have time for yikes. that no. yeah but the date itself was fun we went on um it was actually really cute we went to uh this little like park is across the street from where we worked but it had lots of stuff to do and we went on this little like uh the little pedal boats and oh, the little okay. like water That's it was so cute, cute. it's very but like hollywood we movie. almost sunk <laughs> we almost freaking sunk because like <laughs> the storm like we had a couple like really bad monsoons and so it was like raining a lot so i think the water had gotten into the boat oh, so shoot. the top the like Front started dipping down and I was like oh no I said this is not I said I can't even see to the bottom I don't even know where it is like what if I just go down and I said hey we need help so we had to have a whole rescue mission oh. and I said oh that is something I'll never forget yes. for sure yeah but that time. was um, yeah that was definitely kind of funny but I was just like oh my goodness and the other reason why I don't count the first guy because yeah. one once you lie to me, it's really done. Like yeah. once, oh, once sure. I the feel lying lied, is, yeah, no, a big lie too, right? Mm. And then, okay, I hate, I kind of hate when people are like, "Well, like, is is omitting parts of the truth really lying?" Yes, I think yes, <laughs> right. Well, I say, I, think, I say yes I think and it no. Also depends on it the depends circumstance on, I feel like that's too. Yes, but I'm like for this specific circumstance. Yeah, I one thousand percent. It's I a lie. I feel like it's I feel a like lie. There's certain things you should like tell that person. Yeah, like you don't have to disclose everything. Disclose you don't have everything to, in that moment. Right. But certain things like that, yeah. I feel like are necessary. Thank that's you. for sure a lie. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I thought. <laughs> Did you ever like go to this guy's house? Oh my god, yeah. I went okay. I went to his apartment, like I would, you know, like we would hang out frequently. And so I was like, I was like, why? What, what huh? <laughs> I was like, how did this even happen? And like he had a roommate, the roommate didn't really say anything about it. The guy didn't really say I was like, hmm. is this just some weird like agreement between you two to yeah. like not talk about it? Like yeah. I was just so out of the loop and I was yeah. like, Yeah, I was like, Yeah, like I'm like you know, and it was funny because I figured out that he was used to be married on the day that I decided to break up with him. And I was like, yeah. prefacing, I'm like, I'm not breaking up with you because of that, but it doesn't help the situation. Yeah. It's like the sprinkles um, on the breakup case. Yeah. I said, wow, now I feel even less bad. <laughs> like, you said that was easy. Yeah, like, yeah. That was a lot easier than I thought. Honestly, this makes me want to like 
research Arizona divorce laws? Because I know in New York, you have to be, stay married to someone for like a year. So I wonder yeah. what it's like there. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm like, unless it was like early 20s, I'm like, I don't see how that couldn't have been a fresh divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I really but, don't. Yeah. I wonder yeah. 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 And that was just something where I'm like, you know, the curiosity is there. But right now, I'm just so done. And the oh, funny sure. thing is, he'll still like randomly text me. And the way (laughs) the way he texts just irritates me and that's how I know that I'm like I can never talk to him again because just the way that he texts it's it'll be like hey hey Jasmine enter like another paragraph in the same like message box and I'm like like a letter yeah my dad does the letter text and then he'll like sign off he'll be like best wishes dad it's like okay and I live in the same house as him so it's like all right yeah you're like why so sorry buddy dad yeah but I don't know it's just like uh, I just don't want to be bothered with him anymore it just oh for sure at this uh, point that's years ago yeah and so he's really dating in the archives because I got I got a Merry Christmas like I got a Merry Christmas this past the holidays kill me oh yeah hey how are you like I'm like good I was better before you texted me (laughs) like what like Like, this one day out of yeah I'm like why is this the day that you choose like I was just so shook but yeah that was a little peek into my little crazy dating life it's a lot more calm now because I'm like Jasmine that was a lesson we aren't gonna do that again and so I think that's what made me more like cautious especially on like tinder and stuff just because I'm like it seems like I attract divorcees and um I'm not sure if that's my jam (laughs) like I'm not sure if I like that and so yeah so I just thought that was really funny and I wanted to share that since we're sharing crazy dating stories but um yeah I mean, what else? Um, I was going to ask you, like, with this, you know, podcast, like, what made you want to be involved? Or, like, how did you first start, like, all of that? Because, like, you started before me and Grace. Like, yeah. Bless you. Um, but how did that all start? And, like, what was, like, the goal of all of this for you? Because I know it took a while to, like, Yeah, take it took a while to take it, like, bring it off the ground. I think I really just love the idea of, like, having – having a like place to share like real student experiences if it could make someone feel like less alone and less like like they're the only ones going through something yeah um just because like not like you know you're out there wishing like everyone's going through something but it's just a little bit more comforting when you're like okay yeah you're like okay someone else is going through something similar like oh I had those same feelings and I just thought it was a really cool idea to have like a podcast that surrounded that and was for aimed at students and not with like a like administrative like spin on it but just to be real like because I feel like we sugarcoat conversations too much and I just wanted I wanted to be a part of like a spot to like really I don't know to really share those like experiences even if they were like tough for me or for anyone else um you know I just want people to know like you know I've been there too or even if I haven't like if I've been through something similar it's like I understand you know I at least understand and um yeah so I just I think that was the main thing that really drew me to it that I thought was really cool. And also, like, I wanted to start 
was, I wanted to start my own podcast. So I was like, that'll take me through like the technical side mm-hmm. of like how to really start one and the steps I need to do and like what type of software I need. So I think that was really cool. Um, but yeah. No, that's yeah. good. I'm glad like that this all starts and like, yeah, I hope that like people listen to us and they're like, okay, like I relate to that aspect of her life or, you know, so-and-so's life. But I feel like all of us come from different backgrounds. So like yeah. in some way, like, someone could relate to us yeah yeah right and it's like you know like they might not be in the same situation but they're like oh i kind of relate to that feeling that she had like i you know i understand that or even if they can't relate to it now like there's no guarantee they won't relate to it in the future in some way so it's kind of nice it's like pre-established you know yeah Yeah, i think that's super cool yeah yeah well, I'm happy we have this. Me I'm happy too. we got to learn more about you and see yeah, where you came too. from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, um, too, I'll get in more to, like, just my journey through college with COVID. I think that has been something that was just been... A roller coaster. <laughs> a roller coaster. Like, yeah, oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> sucks big time. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, like... I guess when COVID started, I think I was just so used to like being in person, of course, like everybody was, but it was just a really big, like um, interesting thing. And I think since it started, it really brought out more of my mental health issues than I really realized were there. And I guess some of it, I guess, could be attributed to COVID just because it's like, you know, you don't get to interact with people as much anymore. And you don't, I don't know, it's just so isolated. And like, for a person who like likes being isolated anyway, it was kind of funny for me to be like, okay, this is too much. Yeah. Like, okay, now I'm kind of feeling it. Like, it took me a couple months to feel it, but I ended up feeling it. And it was just funny because it was like with COVID, it's like all the bad news started rolling out. And I was like, of course, there has to be more. <laughs> like, yeah. there's, it's not just that. So um, it was like in June or July of like um, that summer of when COVID started that I figured out that my grandpa had gotten sick with cancer and then so then I was like worrying about that a lot and then when we came back to school it was still very much on my mind because my mom had to like leave and go back and help take care of him and it was just kind of a really scary time and within that time I was spiraling and I didn't realize it and um, it was really hard and I think it took me like kind of hitting rock bottom, like my own personal rock bottom. I feel like a rock bottom is kind of a relative term for the person, but like for my own personal rock bottom, like I was just in a situation where I couldn't control it. Like I can't control my grandpa's cancer. Like it was just a lot. And then I was going through like the stress with school and then like what am I going to do with my life? And it was just, everything just seemed like it was compounding into one. And I was like, Oh, okay we love that the snowball (laughs) yeah and then um it kind of led me to have sort of like um restrictive eating habits and like I was I guess once I finally went to therapy it she kind of pointed out how like I could have been trying to gain control through that but I think it was just 
kind of a thing where I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm not gonna lie, like this has been something I've thought about like prior, but I never did it. And now I am, and now it's like, whoa. And I think it's just that silent struggle of not sharing it with anyone because you're ashamed or then when you finally do, it's like that person doesn't react the way they should. And then it was like, okay, well, I'm just not gonna tell anybody. And then I was just like kind of suffering in silence for a long time. And then I um, finally called the counselor and any other time I'm like such an advocate for like counseling. And I'm like, okay, like go and do it. Like, you know, something's wrong, go do it. Yeah. But it was like so hard to like call. <laughs> I was yeah. like, it's like, oh, this is real this time. Like, it's not just a little bit of like, oh, I'm kind of sad. Like, this is kind of scary for me. Like, and so I think with that, um, I, I did end up going, so that was good. And she was great. She helped me so much. Um, but I just, like the way that kind of plays into like my whole timeline is when I was going through all of that, I applied the first time to nursing school and I didn't get in. And I wasn't necessarily upset about it the first time. I think I just was like, okay, it's just a sign that maybe I'm not meant to be a nurse. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, but then I think that sent me into a spiral of like, okay, then what am I supposed to do? <laughs> like, cause this was, this was it. This was like my whole path. And so, um, yeah, so then that happened. And then fast forward when we went to on winter break, I go home and um, everything and I'm studying for like the new nursing test and everything. And then um, on Christmas, my grandpa, I got the call that my grandpa passed away. And like, that was kind of tough. And I would say my grieving process was kind of interesting in a way where I had to like put off my grieving because my test was soon. And I had to focus on that. And so I like pushed it to the side. And it was like, I don't know, like I couldn't actually cry about it until like that following Monday after my test. Like, <laughs> and, like I would cry about it at night, but it was just kind of interesting and hard for me at that time. And then when I went back for winter break, I couldn't do my counseling sessions because I was out of state technically. And so that was kind of interesting. So like, I don't know, it was just hard Yeah, it overall. Like really hard <laughs> yeah, and um, and it's just like, I don't know, I just feel so much for people who like lost multiple people or even one person like during this time because everything surrounding the pandemic makes losing someone even harder. Like I had to watch my grandpa's funeral on Zoom. I'm like, what the hell? And then, I don't know, I just never got the proper time to like grieve. And I think that affected a lot. And then, um, yeah, I just, I don't know, but I think just going through all that like turmoil and then coming back to school for like this current semester, I think getting into nursing school, I figured out that like it was the right time for me. Because I think if I had gotten in last semester when I was going through all of that and like worried about losing my grandfather and everything, I think I would have not been okay to like yeah. actually go through it. And so I think that was just the clearest sign for me that everything that is supposed to happen in your life happens 
when it's like supposed to. Yeah. You know, and I think it just really like I have this little quote on my letter board in my room, but it says like, trust the timing of your life. And I was like, oh my God, like, <laughs> you're right. Like, because yeah. I, I just, I just understood why I didn't get in the first time. Like, it just made sense. Like for, um, I told one of my, my friends and she's like, yeah, it almost makes you wonder like why you didn't get in the, like, for the, the first time. And I was like, it doesn't though. Because I'm like, I understand why I didn't, because I was not ready. Mm -hmm. Like, I would have lost my shit. (laughs) I would have been not okay. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it's been about almost four months since he's been gone. But um, he's just like, he was my best buddy, you know? And um, it was really hard, still is really hard, but I think with losing him, I found a new perspective on life where every time I would interview him, he always said that he didn't have any like regrets about his life and he did everything he wanted to do. And I think I now see the world where I'm like, I can either live it, like live my life or I can like not, you know? And so I'm like, I might as well do it now and like, live the way I want to and like be free so I don't have any regrets because I'm like I don't want to wake up like that but yeah I think this semester really um showed me that how important mental health is even like I was an advocate before but I'm even more of an advocate now where like if you need help go get it um and don't be scared that like someone's gonna judge you or anything. Cause if you find the right therapist and everything and like no therapist should judge you in the first place. But if you find like, if you're in that comfortable environment like it's gonna be golden. And like the counseling center on campus is such a good resource. They have lots of good people there. And like, even if you need sessions beyond what they can give you they'll recommend you to like a good resource out in the community. So, I mean, I'm definitely an advocate for that, for sure. Yeah. They also have a really good option where if you need just like an emergency session, if you're having a really bad day, you can get a day of appointment, just like a single one, Mm -hmm. just to be able to like vet to somebody. A little one and done. Which I just learned recently, (laughs) so I think, yeah. Yeah, it's just, yeah, like don't, don't let anyone make you feel bad for feeling the way that you do and don't be scared to reach out for help when you need it because I think for me it was getting hard to recognize who I was and I was like that's spooky (laughs) like um and so yeah but I guess that's my story up until now um I think I have a better perspective on grief and I think too it was like my grandpa unfortunately was like my first really close experience with like death like I've had people past before where I kind of knew of them or knew them but Mm -hmm. he was like the first person where I had a bond with Mm -hmm. that I lost so I think that was another thing where it was like it wasn't just losing my grandpa but it was like my first losing somebody anybody that like had a place in my heart so yeah but I mean I know he's still around he's still cruising (laughs) but yeah I think that's that's about me. That's Jasmine in a yeah, I appreciate you. podcast. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you sharing 
because I relate to that too. Yeah. Like, I'm very close to my great grandma and she's 94. Yeah. And like during this whole COVID thing, like I haven't been able to hug her. And like, yeah. I'm scared that like, you know, I'm going to get that call sooner or later because she's not really doing great currently. Like, yeah. you know, that's harder to do during COVID because it's like, you can't grieve yeah. like, the way that you normally would. <laughs> exactly. Like, life yeah. goes on and it's like, especially when you're not in the area of them it's like i would have to catch a whole flight home yeah like, that was yeah, that, that was me be... like yeah, yeah i 100 percent. yeah i agree with that because like my grandpa he was he is um he lives in buffalo and so i was like that's a whole flight i'm like that's germs he already has immunocompromised system like i'm not even want to gonna want to set foot in the house like, I don't want to be near him, but I want to be near him. And then, like, I think I recently was, like, struggling with the fact that I wasn't really able to see him before he went. But one, like, I kind of have to, like, shut that voice of guilt up sometimes because I'm like, okay, one, he didn't want to be seen like that. Like yeah. my, my mom told me that multiple times, like he stopped really like responding to emails and he was an email guy. Like he loved his emails. Yeah. Like he's like, Hey Jasmine, how are you? Like <laughs> little, like, you know, emails all the time. And like, he stopped really taking calls. He didn't see anybody. So it was like, he didn't want to be seen that way. Yeah. And then my mom was even saying too, she's like, I'm not sure if like, she's like, it's up to you, but she's like, I don't want you to remember him that way as sick. And I understood that 100% because she's like, you know, I, she's like, when I lost um, one of her, like, aunts was for to be my great aunt, she was just saying how, she's like, I remember her as sick and not necessarily all the other memories that we had, Mm -hmm. where it's like, for me, when I think of my grandpa, I think of him, like, uh, last time he came here, he wanted to come on campus and look at all the trees and take pictures of the trees, like, he's a a photographer, and, um, yeah, and I think, too, I think one of the hardest things was, like, getting over the fact that, like, he lived his full life and did everything he wanted to do, but I didn't get to do everything I wanted to do with him. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, but it's not about you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, but I'm like, cause I finally took a freaking photography class. So I understood what he was talking about. And I was like, Oh my God, this would be so fun. But I don't know. I kind of believe in like life after death and like, I'll see him again. And so I feel like I'll have that opportunity to like take pictures yeah. with him at some point. Um, just won't be as soon as I thought, <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah, you know, it's but... it's hard because they're already at that age and you're like growing. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like, like, hey, you're supposed to be here. Like, <laughs> yeah. I literally made my grandma record on my phone, like what she would say to me on my wedding day, oh, so that I could play it. Yeah, because there's no guarantee that she'll be here. Right, and like moments like that, like are just yeah. so hard. That's a it's sweet like, thought. Yeah. it's like you know, like those are your people. Like you want mm-hmm. them to be a part of your life, but yeah. they've already lived their life. Right. Yeah, and you're like, you mean you can't stay forever? Like you can't. <laughs> you can't, you can't Wait forever. till I'm done living mine. Just hold on. And like, I definitely recognize too, like, just how fortunate I was to have my grandfather until I was like 21. Like, you know, as most kids, they lose their grandkid, like their grandparents when they're like younger. And so I was like, oh wow, like he's been here basically till I could yeah. grow up, you know? And so that was just 
uh, I was happy. And like, I think even then, like, I'm just happy he's not in pain because he just wasn't having a good time. And I was like, I'm sorry, grandpa. But yeah, he would call me and ask me about my like love, love life. And I'd be like, yeah, you know, and he's like, oh, can you, can you send me pictures? (laughs) I was like, like, sure. And then he'd be like, oh yeah, they're, they're handsome. Or like, I love when your grandparents are involved. Right. They're like, okay. Like, yeah. And I was just like, oh my goodness. Like he was just such a kooky old man and just like, um, very young spirited. And he always had like a little, glimmer of mischief in his eye (laughs) um yeah but he would just have this little like glitter in his eye where I'm like what are you up to like it it wasn't necessarily bad but I'm like you're up to something what are you doing (laughs) and so yeah I think just all those memories I have of him are more precious yeah and he sounds like a really special man yeah no he was yeah he was my my buddy Yeah. Well, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. Of yeah. course, of course. But I guess to sum up my little story, um, it's I'm sorry to anyone who lost anyone because I know I'm not the only one who lost someone during COVID. And um, I just want to let you know that I am sending all the positive thoughts and vibes your way. And I really hope that you get through this tough time. And um it will get a little bit better, not right away, but it'll it'll get better soon. And um, yeah, just keep on living the way that they would have wanted you to. And I think, yeah, I think that's it. But uh, tune in to our next episode. Um, follow us on social media at Nevada Cares. Um, I think we have a Twitter and an Instagram. And I don't know, keep your ears out for our next podcast. Anything else you guys want to say? Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.